How was your week? You know, sometimes we find ourselves getting caught up in our vows that we made saying, you know, after COVID, I will never go back to this, never go back to that. And, um, you know, we need to always slow down and kind of reevaluate and really ask ourselves, am I growing in faith every day? And as, you know, how was your week? I asked that question in particular, because I just want to share briefly a few things that I did this past week that really uh, filled my heart and really filled my, um, yeah, just my hope, my faith in, in Christ Jesus and the Catholic Church. So on Monday and Tuesday, I was invited to go up to uh, the Mount Tabor Center, which is in Nina, Wisconsin, connected to St. Mary's Catholic Church. And I was with a group called Totus Tuus, which is a group of about, I think, 10. And they're, you know, either just out of high school or college students, and they just want to spread the gospel through Mary's intercession. So Totus Tuus means totally yours or yes, you know, totally yours. And it comes from John Paul II saying, I am totally yours, Mary, and to give herself fully to Jesus. So John Paul II, St. John Paul II wanted to do the same thing. So on on Monday and Tuesday, I drove up there for 7.30 a.m. Holy Hour and then 8.30 a.m. Mass, and it was a blessing to be with the crew up there. And then on Wednesday, which was my birthday, so if you haven't prayed for me yet, time for you to start praying. And Wednesday was my birthday, and just kidding, by the way. Um, But yeah, please pray for me. Um, was able, was invited up to a night of prayer for another apostolate called Love Begins Here, which is through the intercession and the life of St. Teresa of Calcutta. She's saying, you know, you don't have to go to, you know, Calcutta to let love begin. Love begins here, right, where you are. And when I was there, there was uh, a gentleman who works for the diocese called Maximus Cavey, and we were praying. There was about, um, maybe about seven or eight people, maybe a little more, and we are praying for uh, an increase in faith, uh, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And literally four hours later, uh, we were done. And it was it was really awesome. Very powerful to see the fire of the Holy Spirit fall upon the students, and the kingdom of God fall upon the, stu- upon the students. And I bring that up in particular because our Gospels begin, says, from Mark 4, says the kingdom of God is as if anyone would scatter seed in the ground, which means it's everywhere, <laughs> and would sleep and rise in night and day and the seed would sprout and grow, and he does not know how. You know, we didn't know how the Holy Spirit was working, but the Holy Spirit came. Um, and Jesus is talking about the kingdom of God, and I kind of wonder, you know, if, if we really accepted the kingdom, um, because the kingdom came upon anyone who accepted the healing or deliverance as being done by the hand of God. So there's a seed in these hands of, of the seed sower. And, you know, Jesus said once the kingdom, he said once upon a time, like, once the kingdom belongs to the the children, the little ones. In Mark ten fourteen, we hear that. So, those who have a childlike receptivity uh, freely came to Jesus and accepted him. You know, I kind of wonder for us, like, like, do we really know what it means to be a child of God? To be completely abandoned to the arms of the Father. So, to be like a child means to come from our lowly position. Not that we're better than others, but to freely accept the reign of God, the kingdom of God, the lordship. Um, of God, the Almighty. And, um, you know, that, that kind of looks like something, that sounds like something, because it, it comes with faith. Uh, and faith is a gift. You know, if we believe, you know, always thank God for that gift that you believe in. You know, Jesus says in our gospel today, like, faith is like a mustard seed. Um, so faith is is the gift that allows us to see 
the fallen condition of our world due to original sin and embrace the way of salvation. So faith is a gift from God that empowers us to respond to the revelation of God in Jesus. And all the truth that was hidden from hidden in him from the beginning. So when we look at the Gospels, we know the Pharisees were st- sternly warned by Jesus against this unforgivable sin of blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. You know, in, in refusing to see God, they revealed that their religious control was more important than the Lord's Lordship. The Lord's Lordship must be present. So if the person who has been delivered uh, has not embraced the kingdom, then a door is left open to the enemy that can lead to an even greater form of bondage or torment. So faith comes from hearing. You know, we have to hear this good news. We need witnesses. We need people to share what the Lord has done in their life. We read, you know, that in, in, in Romans ten seventeen. So we must remember that Jesus is always the healer and our job is to pray. And that's what we were doing all week with, you know, totus tuus and love begins here. Uh, in the story of Jesus healing the demoniac in, in Luke 8, he goes to the sea to rest in the boat. So Jesus slept because he was at rest even in a storm of demonic proportion. His sleeping was also an opportunity for the disciples to grow and exercise their faith. So when you see good things happen, it's, it's an opportunity to see them grow. We had people you know, being prayed with, uh, receiving the power of the Holy Spirit. We had some people who had healing in, in their feet, um, who had collapsed arches. Uh, just really powerful uh, experiences. So every time the Holy Spirit comes, it's a part of your my training but, you know, sometimes we don't grasp that we're on a mission ordained by God. So you and I must walk by faith and not by sight. Because often it, when we walk by sight, we our eyes get taken off of Jesus. And we know when that happened to Peter, he sunk. So we must trust in the power of the invisible reality. There are angels and saints to assist us with the power of God. One saint that showed up heavily in the night of prayer for the Holy Spirit to come was St. Therese. So you and I... Do not see the Holy Spirit with the eyes of the world, but with the eyes of faith. And it is through faith in Christ Jesus that sets captives free. There's so many people that are under bondage, who can't get out of bad relationships, who have done impure things with other people. uh, And that doesn't allow them to trust anymore. That's another word for faith is trust or even confidence. They have no confidence. But when we look at the cross, and if you have a cross in front of you, if you can imagine Jesus on the cross that's where we find compassion. So when we pray with others, we're placing ourselves in front of the cross or under the cross with Mother Mary, and there's so much compassion there. You know, compassion does not lead us to presumption about a person, to think that, oh, we know why they are the way they are. You know, do you know if those you minister to have ever been abused? Do you know if they've ever been neglected or completely abandoned? Do you know if the people around you have had an abortion or if their marriage is falling apart or if they have cancer? We don't know what we don't know. So Jesus does. He is the knower. And Jesus modeled for his disciples a life of prayer and fasting. So while walking in union with his father, he was always doing what his father was doing and is following the lead of the Holy Spirit. And when you and I talk about faith being the size of a mustard seed, we know that faith is a gift from God. 
by which we accept and respond to the full revelation of the mystery of Christ. That's why we need to walk by faith and not by sight. And by faith, we can tell a mountain to move and it will move. By faith, we believe that nothing is impossible for us who believe. And faith increases as we live our life for God. So we have to be patient. And as we remember God's faithfulness, his answered prayers, and then we recall our personal breakthroughs. And if you've ever had a breakthrough, it only comes with a break with. If you've ever had a breakthrough, it has only come with a break with. And you, are, you and I are always called to be more and more detached from the ways of this world. Not saying the world is bad, but we have to be free. So if we're praying for healing and deliverance, always pray for faith. And in a particular way, I encourage you, pray for charismatic faith, a faith that is certain and infused. Praying, come Holy Spirit, please fill me with charismatic faith. Infuse your gifts in me. Reveal your gifts in me, Holy Spirit, you know? And pray for a certain knowledge of what the Lord wants to do in any situation, especially if it involves healing. And always pray in faith and ask the Lord what he desires to do. What do you want to do, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, angels and saints of God? And often, you and I frequently sense a wall or a force or coldness or a darkness resisting your, your prayer. So like when we do that, the important thing is to be patient. Just wait. When I was praying with people, I just kept repeating the name, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And pray in accordance with your relationship. So if you're a parent, yes, pray for your children and pray for your spouse. And as a priest, I pray for my flock. I pray for the students of UW Oshkosh often. As a confessor, I pray for my penitents. Uh, as a leader, I pray for those to follow. Um, and we always pray for those who fall ill. And faith allows us to believe that we can do the impossible. And I think for a lot of you listening, the impossible is forgiving those who have hurt you those who have broken your trust, those who have broken your, your faith. You know, think of your relationships with your family, uh, with your friends when you were a child. Have you ever forgiven them? You know, the next natural step when we pray is forgiveness. Holy Spirit, praying, Holy Spirit, who do I need to forgive? And again, just patiently pray and wait for the names to come to you, pray, in the name of Jesus, I forgive, and say their name out loud. In the name of Jesus, I forgive, and also for what they've done to you, or even yourself. In the name of Jesus, I forgive myself for what I've done. And that's not easy. <laughs> that takes faith. But faith allows us again to believe that because Jesus forgives us in confession, through our daily repentance, our turning our hearts over to him, that we ought to forgive others. And if the person knows how to pray and, want, and wants prayer, just pray something like this. Jesus, in the power of your Holy Spirit, please reveal to me where I am blind to the evil in my life. Jesus, in the power of your Holy Spirit, please reveal to me where I am still in bondage. I am still in chains. Jesus, in the power of your Holy Spirit, please reveal to me the lies and replace them with the truth. And come, Holy Spirit, I believe that Jesus has come to set me free today, tomorrow, and forever. And then it's important just to patiently wait. 
you know, seeds are a sign of faith, a sign of trust, a sign of confidence. But often those seeds need rain. You know, the cleansing from bad thoughts, from lies, the healing of wounds. But we also need shade. We hear about that, that mustard seed becoming a bush with branches. That points to our need for community, you know, those interlocking roots, people that can hold us accountable and accompany us through our ups and downs. It's always important when we look at the root structure, we know that any plant is typically as deep, the roots are as deep as the ground in the ground is what is shown above the ground. You know, any root in a plant is typically as deep below the ground as what is shown above. So when you see these giant structures, you know, these, these saints, these saintly people, it's because they've patiently persevered. And we see the lack of faith in people. We know that they don't have very deep roots yet. And those large branches from those who have persevered, those who have endured, those who have suffered, those who have found community, um, those large branches need to help the community with prayer, intercessory prayer, so that those who have little faith or no faith at all, they don't get scorched. And I think shade often can be likened to quiet in prayer in front of the Blessed Sacrament or by like locking yourself in your room and praying to your Father in secret. You know, shade may be likened to quiet prayer. Or we just spend time with Jesus, especially in front of the Blessed Sacrament. And just lock it, or by locking ourselves in the upper room or your room by praying to your Father in secret. You know, our gospel ends with Jesus sharing things in private with his disciples. Maybe ask the Holy Spirit what he privately wants to speak to you and your community. You know, what might Jesus be challenging you to trust him in more with your relationship with him? You know, what might Jesus be challenging you to trust him in more in your relationship with him. And when you realize what that is, will you trust him? Will you act in faith? Will you follow the promptings of the Holy Spirit? Do you not realize that God has amazing plans for your life? But you must be patient. You must wait. For nothing good comes easily. And time almost always heals all and reveals all. And know of my prayers for you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.